It doesn't matter who you are. Friendship is really important. I've met a lot of Dave Courtney's friends and I know how I am with my friends. And I'm sure you're the same. It's always nice to see someone you haven't seen in a while and catch up and reminisce about the good old days. Hey, remember that time you were in Spain and you got into a fight and bit a Spanish gypsy's finger? One of them's jumped on Dave and they're tapping the boot in and all that. And this one's going to punch Dave. Dave's on the floor now. They've gone up because they've overwhelmed him. If you've seen the film Goodfellas, you'll know that there's a character in it called Jimmy Two Times because he says everything twice. Well, the person speaking now is Dave's friend, Frankie Three Times. And um, one of them's punched him in the mouth and Dave's managed to bite his finger from the knuckle, the index finger, from the knuckle. So he's got the whole of that in his mouth from the knuckle, yeah? And he said, Frank, all I could do was bite down really, really fucking hard like, oh, as I could. Anyway, this, this gypsy screaming, he's going, ah, ah, he's saying in Spanish, mi dero, mi dero, me está comiendo lero. I have a Spanish friend and I messaged him on Facebook explaining that I'd interviewed someone and asked him if he could translate a brief three-second clip for me. He messaged me back saying, Hi, Matt. He seems to be saying, My finger, my finger, he's eating my finger. P.S. Is everything okay? Here's what happened. They're trying to pull us apart. They've got my arms. And I'm hanging onto his finger there. And my head went up off the ground, putting me back off him. And then all of a sudden, my teeth went over his knuckle, and all of the skin on the bone... Underneath and because I was holding it really tight. Including the nail. It just rolled off into my mouth. Like, like you know when you wind them tins off? Yeah, yeah, like peeled it off, peeled off the skin uh, on so the and then, and then the two bits of skin either side just fell off. Get what I mean? So it, it went to the bone, the whole skin came off the bone. And the first thing, that vivid imagination I had, I thought, fucking hell, so did you have to shit that out, Dave, the nail and all? In today's episode, we hear more stories that are near the knuckle. We take a trip down memory lane. I hear about Dave and how he managed to get a meeting with the leader of a big Scottish firm thanks to an interesting approach to his work. And a dear friend gets buried, Dave and Brendan style. My name's Matt Price, and this is Conversations with Criminals, the final part of a season that's dedicated to understanding Dave Courtney. Over the years, I've asked quite a lot of people how they built their reputation in crime. And the answers are always very interesting and very different. Quite often it involves guns and violence and being ruthless. Dave got the attention of the leader of a big firm in Scotland with the role of gaffer tape. I don't know how much I can say about the job, but there, there, was, there, there, was, there was a jewellery shop which was robbed. It was, was it 80 grand's worth of... of, of t- whatever. Whatever it was, yeah, of... Um, Twenty-two carat gold, or twenty or twenty-four, Indian, twenty-four, Indian gold, like really, really shiny. Indian. Twenty-four carat pure gold. They'd fucked off to Scotland, so he got the job. He decided to take this bird with her. She, she was probably wanking over. She's never seen that world, never seen anything like it. She loves it. Just the fact that you put shoulder on her, she had to wank. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, he'd taken the cannon, right, um, just in case. Right? And um, we're in the motor, and it was door to door to door to door. I'm talking over 25 doors got booted in that day. Anyway, was that when you met Jamie? Yeah. Yeah. You can imagine, 
right? At some stage, that 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 is word's well, gonna have to go. It's gone. It's gone around because it's a council states that were normalised. Anyway, trying to find out what these fellas were, but there was one fella in question, which someone dropped his name. He said he was family and all that, and he would know whatever. Anyway, we got him, and he he said he knew fuck all. Anyway, he was tied to the chair. He got the gaffer tape, and he had this big thick moustache. <laughs> anyway, upon asking the questions and the methods and whatnot to find <laughs> out where they broke. were. <laughs> Forgotten. And he didn't know fuck all. I'm sure he must have forgotten. No, I didn't forget. Gone. I just put it off. I didn't think he'd come off. He didn't I... want to do it slowly. All right, fair enough. Maybe you did remember the, the, the moustache was there. So I don't think he wanted to do it slowly because it probably been... Anyway, look, but when he took this thing off, the screams, I'll never forget them. It was like a pig. It His was a was on the thing. On the gaffer tape. Yeah. The whole of it, yeah. All blood. <laughs> You rip someone's moustache off with a Completely. Yeah. On the bright side, it would have made him look at least five years younger. It was like that thick, it was right over his mouth. One of them scars. He was proud Big of that. Scars, he, he was proud of that. It was stuff. like one of them young men. Yeah. Don't worry, mate. Don't worry. I've got it all here on the gaffer tape. You can put it back on. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, it was brutal, but then. He comes out something and you're just pissing yourself with laughter. It's funny, your friend. Sorry, I, I had to get that one in, David. Yeah, of course you did. Thank you. And that brought the attention. <laughs> that brought the attention. Of some naughty, naughty fuckers. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. After that, you actually got... It, 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 um, I'll get a phone call now from someone called Jamie Daniels. He said, I'd like to talk to the person, to the wee... <laughs> To the wee person to run around mate ten with a fucking wee cannon, grabbing fucking Pakistani hostages. <coughs> I said, "You're talking to him." He said, "Well, I'd like to meet you, young man. Now, where, where are you?" And we were we were at Burger King on a roundabout, right? You went with me to McDonald's. I said, "Where, where we are or McDonald's?" It was on a roundabout. He went. That's the hardest fucking place in days full of fucking drug dealers. Full of heroin dealers. Right? Yeah, they all made it, but I didn't. Dealers. I just wanted somewhere. Public. Yeah. Anyway, so he's going to put up on a roundabout. So this fucking Bentley pulls up on a roundabout. If Bentley pulls up on a roundabout, I'll get you in the back. So uh, I, can't, I can't remember what was said. And then he turns around and he goes to me, what are you talking about? He said, you're the one that's sitting behind me with a fucking wee No, cut. you sat with Don't Look Round or something, didn't you? Yeah, it's so something, yeah. something silly. Yeah. But I was in the driving seat, wasn't I? You know, really, you know, I'm yeah, behind you. Yeah, got a gun behind you. Yeah, what are you talking about, you silly little cunt? He said, just under behind me with a wee car, man. Shut your fucking mouth. You know, like, just treated me with so fucking much disrespect. The, the time you met him... The time you met yeah, him, yeah, yeah, two hundred. I had to go to Scotland with two hundred and fifty grand in a bag to meet Jamie, right? And I had to meet him at this train. Uh, I got off a but bus. But what a meet! How the yeah. way he met him, and he, he's ended up a lifelong friend, hasn't oh, yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, he's dead now. But yeah. Like, yeah, is he? Yeah, he oh, no. Right. No, but this is what happened. He'd never met him before. He's standing outside the train station with the bag. <laughs> you know, Jamie looks like a tramp. He yeah, drives him, doesn't he? Wears yeah, yeah. and that. And he just comes out. He goes. He went to me, he's part this guy's bought and he went, You got ten P for a cup of tea? And I'm going, Fuck, I've got your <laughs> No, no, I haven't, mate. No, no. And he went, 
you, you got fucking ten people. I said, no, I haven't. Fuck off, yeah. Just fuck off, mate. And he went, you got two hundred and fucking fifty grand in that bag, you bastard. You won't give me a cup of tea. <laughs> I went, oh, all right, Johnny. Oh, no. <laughs> then, then the Bentley turns up and he just takes you away. <laughs> and the driver, Memi, Memi. Memi is driver, yeah. He's ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's having ashtray. You have an ashtray on his finger. <coughs> so he'd smoke like that with an ashtray on his finger. Joints all day long. It's merry. I remember he sent one of the firm up there and um, he said, Frank, when I drove into this, um, what was it, scrapyard? Yes, right, yeah. yeah when yeah, he yeah. drove in there, right, he got a lovely mark, my pal, and he was driven in there and um, he said he's built a little fucking hut for them. He's got, he's got Paul Taters in there. No, it was a house. For his little it? firm, yeah? For his little crew. No, no, you got to imagine this. It was a mile square. It was a mile square breakage out of lorries, vans, cars, cars motorbikes. So right in the middle of this mile square, he built a fucking five-story house. Mental, though. Mental. Yeah. Everything. All the cons, all the mods. It, mental. So he's got all his firm, Frank. They've got a great big dirty miles bar down their face. And he goes, and we're not making him. He goes, he's only little, isn't he? I went, yeah. And he goes, but he goes, just the silence, the respect they had for the man. Yeah, Jeremy Daniels. You know? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I never went up there myself, but... Um, I will say fella. this now. Lovely fellow. I will say this, knowing I'm being choked. Of all of the naughty men I've ever met in my life, look, Mafia, Gangsters and Gambinos and all of that, yeah, Brent, would you run me over this? Yeah, yeah. That was the realest, naughty man, nuttiest yeah, yeah. I've ever met. Generally. And had control of his boys. They had control of his boys. Yeah. Loved his Big boys. Time. They loved, yeah. that was the most romantic. And was a funny man as well, Dave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking hilarious. Funny, funny man. I went up there and he went, you're looking for the wrong geezer, right? He went, and to prove it, you can come and stay in my house and I'll look be find the right geezer for a couple of days. So the geese were running around looking for. Yeah. He's now like, he had a little hammer, he had a sledgehammer. <laughs> it was like that shop when he went into the tank. Yeah. He had a sledgehammer, it was the about restaurant, that big. Wasn't it? In his thing. And this bloke owned half the restaurant, it was a Chinese restaurant, and one wall was, was a massive fish, fish tank. He goes, I, I'd like to speak to the uh, Mr. Sonsa Sonsa. He said, uh, he's, he's a part owner in this restaurant. He said, but he's not here today. He said, could you tell me what part of the restaurant he owns? And I went, what do you mean? He said, well, does he own that? The fucking fish head. <laughs> and they're just looking at him and he went, with the hammer come out. He went, smash, but we didn't realise how thick it was. And it was in it. <laughs> <laughs> and it all sheets of glass coming, cutting their feet off. <laughs> <laughs> all the tables went over, all over. Is, is that what <laughs> Oh, it isn't funny, man. He was fucking funny. He went, I forgot, and he was about 50 then. He went, I forgot how much I fucking like last <laughs> man. I forgot how much I fucking like last man. Yeah. And that's it. We've, we've been out raving one weekend, right? It's a usual, usual weekend. And it was like a Sunday night, and we and went Some back bloke was on the run. Yeah. We put him up in a squat in a block of flats yeah, opposite I'll, us. A I'll, nice squat. Well, uh, let, let me tell you the whole bit about it. It weren't just that. 
about a month before that, David had been on a programme called Vanessa. And in this programme, he said, with Jenny, I'm the type of geezer, if you get to my house and you're in trouble, me and my missus will help you. If you've been shot, we're trying to help you. If you're on the run, we're trying to help you. That's how we are. That's what we do with our people who, who we are. Yeah. So this geezer, which called Jimmy, had been done for bank robbery in Leeds. And all of his mates got sentenced to five or seven years. And they let him out at dinner time before he got sentenced. Yeah, so he was only going back in to get sentenced. So he fucking jumps on a train, comes to London, finds the pub called the Albion and went, right, where's Dave? Yeah. <laughs> Turns out he went, right, I'm true. Jimmy, I'm on the run, Dave, uh, I've seen you on Vanessa, you said get you and you'll help me. <laughs> he's now, so he's now got a Luger fucking gun, replica gun, Dave, right? And then he's going down to the shop because they know Dave, people, they know Dave, the people in the shop, the Indian people. He's going into the shop, getting a basket of food, going up the counter, pulling out the Luger, and going, "I'm not buying." So they're just ringing Dave, going, "Oh, listen, um, we're putting it it's on your account." <laughs> yeah, we're putting it on. You know, your mate with a little gun. He's coming here, Dave. So we put it on him. Then he's got a taxi and he's pulled it out on the cab driver and the cab driver's going, Dave, you know that little geese you've got around here? Oh, stupid, stupid. <laughs> so he's getting a bit silly. So he's out with Jensen. On the same night we're out raving, yeah, he's, he's, babysitting. he's babysitting Jensen and they're walking back to his flat yeah. and this geezer said hello to Jensen and Jensen wouldn't answer him. So Jimmy said, well, that's a bit of rude, Jensen, because your dad always says be polite. And he went, and my dad told me not to talk to him because he's a nonce. And he went, is he? What, no, they put a letter in the letterbox saying someone's just moved into your block of flats that's been accused of um, not enough kids. And he's only brother moved in, so I went, don't say hello to him, gents. And that was it. So when the bloke in the night went, hello, gents, gents didn't talk to him. He's, he's actually like, said to gents, he said, what? So he's run straight over to this geezer, now pistol whipped him and give him a good kicking with the gun, right? And then run off. So when the geezer's got into the hospital and the police have picked him up and all that, he went, I don't know who it was, but he's babysitting Dave Courtney's son, Jensen. Yeah? So we don't know any of this has happened. Come back from Rave and we've got a load I'll of these yards. We've got a yardy, load of yardy geezers behind us in a car, all smoking crack, right? <laughs> and we've pulled into where the Albion is. And as we pulled in, I went to him and I've been out for three well, it days. Sounds funny, yeah? I went to him, it's like a fucking geezer sweeping the street at six o'clock in the morning, a bloke, a bloke with a dog and all that, and I went to him, fucking hell, it's a bit weird, you know, Dave, I think there's something wrong here, something wrong here, and he went, they wouldn't fucking dare nick me on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, are you sure? And he went, yeah, of course I wouldn't. So as we got out of the car, these fucking red dots come on us, and they, and they went freeze. It's all armed police jumped out because this is an armed response thing with a gun. But we don't know any of that's happening. So, so I'll, I've got me. I'll I'll shut up, up, you now. Let me fucking say that, <laughs> you fucking cunt. I'm, I'm going like that. And then he jumped out of the car after me and went, I'm just a taxi. I'm just a taxi jumping him up. It's nothing to do with me. Frank, if I'd have gone any higher, I'd have took the fucking light bulbs out of the thing. 
Right, he's got, I'm just a he's got a bright green fucking... No, I had a bit. green tartan velvet, crushed velvet suit on. Like a cab driver. Yeah. I remember that <laughs> Do you remember suit. that suit? I remember that suit. <laughs> 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 I'm just a taxi. I've been out for three days, so I'm right on here, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what, and the friends yeah. behind you in other cars? Yeah, they pulled up, but what's suit. happened is the police have got between them and us. So they're behind the police. So they're looking at the backs of these coppers, but we're looking behind them, and I can see all the smoke coming out of the car when they're smoking crack. <laughs> <laughs> they're just looking at these hardy cases. It was Leicester. Remember up. Leicester with a trumpet? And all yeah, 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 yeah. So we're, we're like fucking... And I, and I had a load of pills in the car at the time, and, and, and we was taking a thing down to sell it at Folkestone, at this, do, at this party at Folkestone. So that's in the boot. And I'm like going, oh, cab driver, cab driver, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot off, I'll shoot off. <laughs> Go, stay there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they've nicked. They've and what they were doing, they were actually raiding my house to come and catch me in my house. Yeah. At six in the morning. So, and Jenny's in the house. catch whoever it was who pistol whipped this bloke. But just as they was coming in to raid my flat, we pulled, we pulled up, we come yeah, home yeah. from the yeah. ministry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. So we turned up as they were coming in. So then they've gone upstairs and they've got him, he's gone upstairs with him, they've got Jenny in there, right, and they're going, where's Jensen? And where's the boy? And they, they won't tell him, because they won't tell him where... Because the kids, the geese are like, where's your boy? I thought, do you know where your boy is? I went, yeah. He said, well, tell us. I went, no. He said, why? I said, well, I'm happy with where he is. Is he with someone that this description? I said, well, no, I'm, I'm happy to tell us. No, 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 tell Anyway, so... Jenny, and they got Jenny and they went, well, we, if you don't know where your child is, that's like being a bad mother, so oh, we're going to take you down the nick. Yeah, they just wanted to get Jenny in the nick to try and get her to grass yeah, up. Yeah, so you don't know where your own kid is. Yeah, so we'll take you down the nick. You, you yeah. do know, because you weren't going to tell them where he is, because the bloke's no. on the run, right? So they, they carted Jenny off, yeah, and like... We stood, so no one spoke to, to, to like, um, they did, didn't they ring Jensen? No, 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 Jensen rung us. Jensen rung us, Jensen yeah. rung us, right? That's right. <laughs> and he was with the old girl. And I was, I was down beside the old girl and he went, when you come over here, just remember this, all you say is, I refuse. I, I, I'm, I refuse to speak to anyone without my solicitor. Yeah, I refuse to talk to any police officer without, I refuse to talk to anyone without my solicitor. That's all you say. To every question they ask, that's all you say. All right, now come on. That's all you got to say. You know, you're, you're fucking 11, they can't do nothing. That's all you say. So anyway, they cut Jenny off, took her away, and then Jensen come back. <laughs> they went, Jensen's at lift, and they all ran in the lift, so they've still got the, the gun squad there, because they were looking for someone that pistol whipped someone. Yeah. So they got the gun people there. So, so as you come out of the lift, there's about nine blokes to, uh, with, with guns. guns yeah, they? yeah. They go, ah, he didn't cry nothing. He Never went, said a word. He was, he was perfect. I refuse to speak unless my sister. He was like a little 11 year old, nine yeah. or 11 year old boy, Blimey. and he Blimey. just looked cute. Oh, and the, just so what a squeeze Jensen looked at that age in his life, he looked really cute, Jensen, didn't he? He was a like a little bit fat, but he had a lovely, happy, smiley yeah, face. Yeah. Yeah, and he just bouldered in, oh, with all the guns pointed on him, and he went, I refuse to talk to anyone without my solicitor. And everyone just half laughed, even the coppers had to go, gun. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's just stood there, not batted an eyelid, and went, uh, without a brief, I ain't talking to no one. <laughs> so they had to let it all go, yeah. But they've still got Jenny in for the night because they've been cunts. And he went, come on in, we might no, as well crack on down to Folkestone. <laughs> Jenny, don't mind a bit of prison food. <laughs> Well, what's the first thing to do? Stay in. <laughs> so, and we went out, and these yardy geezers now that are still, they've sat there for the whole thing. And you can still the smoke coming out of the All the windows are black. Black windows yeah, were new then, On the bit, yeah, and they had a BMW, they them dark a proper windows, black really? man's car, and they had the windows down about two inches, and you can just see the crack smoke coming out, like a chimney out of each window, right? But the old Bill ain't interested. They've got their backs to him, they're just focused on us. Yeah, so when I've got my hands up, I'm looking and I can see over the copper sword all the smoke coming out of the car. <laughs> there was they, a man and a woman jogging, there was a couple yeah. walking there to our stations. We just pulled there was into a road the car park talking into his yeah. broom. Like, we pulled um, into the car park of the Albion at six o'clock on a Sunday morning, yeah. And I'm like going, fucking something. Right, he went, no, they would not dare nick me on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're wrong there, Dave. <laughs> and so to the last story of this season, and one that I think sums everything up, for me at least. No matter what life throws at them, Dave and Brendan joke about it. I was lucky enough to meet Lou, the owner of the aquarium, a few times. When he died, it was a big loss. And obviously he had a funeral where everyone could pay their respects. It may not have been the send-off that Lou had imagined when he was alive, but there's nothing like being buried Dave and Brendan style. Yeah, Lou, Lou, Lou was really, really close to us. He, big player in our lives. Yeah, and yeah, a big part of our lives, and we proper loved him dearly. He was very, very close. Um, and his funeral, I would have to say, I'm, I'm, I've been to a lot of funerals. As you get older, you do go, but that funeral stands out memorably because it was like a happy day for everyone who attended it. No one was really crying. And you couldn't get a funeral going more wrong. Yeah, and you, and well, not only did the funeral go wrong... They dropped him, didn't got, they? Well, in, in the chapel no. arrest, in the chapel arrest, they were carrying his coffin in the chapel arrest, and they dropped it and it broke. So Lou was 22 stone, and they had to put him on a mattress and then put a blanket, like a quilt over him, in the chapel arrest while they built a coffin. So, and, and Lou would have loved that because he was a funny... Happy go lucky person, he would have laughed. And, and, he would have thought Mickey it was Goulter, a really good friend of ours. He runs the um, the gangster tour bus, which is a really the, funny good yeah, day yeah, out. Yeah, it's a fucking day out. I'm gonna put a front end for him. It's a really good day out. He gives us a double decker bus to pick everyone up from but, my house and go over there. But unfortunately for Mickey, and, I, and I, it's jet sprayed jet black, all knuckle dusters on it with the gangster bus written across it like that. With me and all the boys in it, you know what I mean? It looked but fucking he, funny, man. He, unfortunately for Mickey, he'd got left the yard a bit late, got delayed, and um, and we had about 100 people here waiting to get on the bus, and me and Dave were carrying the coffin, and it was at Ballam, the funeral. Now, when we... When he we was get, panicking, Mick, he, right? He we was, was actually... We, we, was, was, we, we was, was a bit panicking, We was panicking because Lou was a big part of our life. He didn't and I had 50 down. people meet me here... Rather than go to the yeah, church. Well, the, the, we'd had, we had over 70 people booked to get on that double-decker bus and they were all here. They they was all here waiting to go in the front garden. And and as the time was getting on, Mickey's actually rung us and said, look, I'm not going to be there. I'm going to be about an hour late. So we've had to leave here in the car, me and Dave, and we've shot off to Ballum. I managed to get to Ballum in about 25 minutes from here that morning. 
Yeah, which was yeah, like, he was like a loon. He don't normally bit, drive like no, that. No, I don't, don't drive, drive like that. But it was a. I would have. I would have got. I would have got six points that day for Lou if I'd have had to, mm. right? Because I weren't going to not carry his coffin. Yeah, and and he meant that. But give me to you, Mickey Goldsmith did get here. He did get and the here. The driver they said drove like a fucking loon and got them all there just as it was starting to happen. So he got yeah, they got, they got there about <laughs> halfway into the service, which was funny because even that while I'm while we're waiting to carry the coffin in. The bloke that one of the geezers we was carrying the coffin with was bawling in tears. And he said, I loved Lou, I loved him. And then he gets out a bag of cocaine. He's done it in the church. Gets out a bag of cocaine in the church and has a massive snip of cocaine before he picks up the coffin. And he's got a little bit of Charlie dribbling out his nose. And And, and as we're walking down the aisle, he drops the bag of cocaine. So the coke dropped on the floor yeah. in the aisle of the church. Yeah, so like... So someone had to go and pick up the, the rapper Charlie. It was yeah. like, so you while, couldn't fucking write it, mate. While yeah. we're in the church, then halfway through the service, all the people who've been on the bus, of Mickey's gangster bus, have turned up and they've had a little bit of it. They've had a drink and a smoke on the way there. So there's a little bit of kerfuffle as they come in the church. Not disrespectful. And it was a massive church. It was a massive was Polish, Polish Orthodox yeah, Catholic church. Yeah. Fucking beautiful. So they've, all, they've all come in. Everyone knows they're there. And then the, the half of the service is in Polish and half is in English. So we're all a bit... You had about six or 700 people there. Yeah, it was easy 700 people there. And we're all standing up and down, like not sure because of the Polish bit and all that. But... At the end of it, when the service was over, the guys that was carrying that, to take him away was outside having a puff. And this could only happen to Lou. So the priest had waved all the smoke over the coffin. He said, gone, come all, and get him. Come and get but there's him. There's no one there to say it to. No They're one. outside having a puff. He's going... Yeah, and he's like now had to walk up the church. That's quite funny. To go outside and go, Oi! And we've heard him shout. Get the fucking coffin, you dickhead. We've heard him shout and go, look, I've got another one coming in. I've got another funeral here. Like, you're going to have to hurry up and get him out. So when we come out, they've got him in the earth and they're shooting off to the... Now, there is two... Unfortunately, there's two graveyards in Stratton. Yeah. <laughs> so they all got on the bus. They've got on the bus with the gangster went to bus. Went the wrong fucking and, graveyard. And I've got in the car, and, and I had I followed the actual hearse, yeah. And I've gone to the actual proper burial where the burial's going on. I'm on the bus, and he's on the bus, and they've got off and run across this Stratton in this graveyard to some little Chinese geezer's funeral, <laughs> yeah. They had fifty geezers all yeah. running over to it, and then like, and they didn't know who it was. <laughs> And so we had to run back to the bus. As we got on the he's, bus, he's they rung up and went... No, he rang me as he was getting back. He went, listen, we're at the wrong thing here. And I said, well, you're a bit late now. He's like, they've planted him. It's all done. You know what I mean? And so the sat-nav like, that he had in the bus was for, was a, for car. a car. It was like, well, they put... And it was taking us down roads. And there was a little tunnel <laughs> and we had to back up. Yeah, and they Remember put ways. Remember Blackie? If, 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 we had to get up there and he had to, move, he had to back out because he couldn't go over Blackie. Because there's a barrier... And yeah, it's a so big it took him up this hill, and then he's having to reverse it. <laughs> and then people, it took him three hours to get from Ballum to Old Street for the for the oh wake at the God. aquarium. But when they got off the bus, everyone was really pissed. Some of them had their face smashed in where the because all the trees had been trees smashed in. Because so <laughs> we're going down little roads, like little tiny, because it's a car fucking set there, and we're going up like Mara. Trees are smashing, but see the. Yeah, there was people got off there with face, <laughs> facial injuries. You know what I mean? Facial injuries. They was. And, and, they pulled and, off that, what's that name's wig? What's that yeah. name? Oh, 
Stacey, 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 yeah. Stacey, 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 it could only be for Lou, and we had to laugh with because Lou would have thoroughly enjoyed that. He would have seen such a real game, Lou. This is and, and the other thing was right. We had a flat. We had a big, like um, memorial flag made. Like a uh, uh, what can I say? It had a big picture of Leeds United badge with four of Lou's faces on it, which we were going to keep for the club. But because they got there late to the church, yeah. At the end of the service, they put this over the coffin. And buried him Right, in. and then by the time we got to, I got to the ceremony, you know, they'd lowered down the coffin with the flag on it that we wanted to pin up in the bar, and I looked like a grave robber. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I thought, I, I, really, I really did, and it was like, as I was shuffling the dirt on him, I thought, I felt like going, you know. And we want that flag. Yeah, and I thought, do you know what, I'll leave it, I'll let it go. Yeah, I'll dig it up later. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan would go yeah. back and dig it up. I'm telling you. <laughs> but no, I said so. Lou is buried with a Leeds United flag, flag. and his and his. And you he know, would love it. It'd be late. Yeah. It was like, well, it, we I weren't over the moon. It cost quite a lot of money, and we could have pinned it up here, but we've had to swallow it. We've had to let it go. You know what I mean? That was a fuck up. That. Thank you very much for listening, and thanks, of course, to Dave and Brendan for allowing me to do this. There might be another season. We'll have to see. It depends how much demand there is for it. But feedback has been great. So thank you for that. I'm on Twitter at at Matt Price Comedy. I've, uh, I've really enjoyed this process. I really have. There are other interviews on the podcast. So please listen to those. And whatever happens, take care.